When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Two minutes past three. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Kimbo on the Roach with you live from Studio Luno, Lumo SA on a Friday afternoon. It's a special Friday. It's a Clayton Showdown Friday. That got your attention, Roach. Don't speak yet. Uh, we're here thanks to Hyundai. You can jump on the Montine Hyundai text line 0427154166. All right. We better let the Roach off the leash. What's the matter you? What do you think you do? Nothing. Why you look so sad? Bad it's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up your face. Hello, Rich. Hello, Kim. It's Friday. Yeah, I got a bit of Friday itis at the moment. Got a little bit cray cray. Although you're pretty well spot on, it's the showdown. You really couldn't give. Can I do the Malcolm Blight? Rats toss bag about. Well, you can and you can't. I know. I think that's why we're not sure fake. about it. They're fake. There still be should never be a cheapened showdown in I, our lives. I, I agree. I agree. But I, I know still it's think important. There'll be a bit of heat in it still. Yeah, I, I understand it's important and yeah. part of what they're calling match simulation. We know them as trial games. Oh, yes. Well, there the, some... the new footy vernacular oh. does your head in, Roach. Oh, it does it ever. Call it for what it is. It's a trial game. Thank you, Roach. It's that classic. Well, no, the internals are dancing with your sister, aren't they? What's a trial game? What's the what's what's our language? Talking about in general, or yeah, yeah. referring to my sister. You're getting a bit creepy with her lately. Oh. Oh, no, jo- John's John's concerned. No, you shouldn't. You've be been concerned. texting her privately. Well, just to thank her, married for, married thank woman, Rooch. Thank her for everything. Oh, hey, I sent text message to John as well. Yeah, all right then, don't get defensive. Someone sent a text through saying it's a faux down, as in a faux pas. Get it? You Good get one. It? Yep. Yeah, nice one. Hey, we've got a problem. And you know what? There's still going to be a lot of people there who are interested because they want to see oh, the you new see draftees, the, the new Too trade. Well. Hey, Rich, we've got to do something today that's totally foreign to you. You need to observe the clock and respect it because our good friend Chad Corns is going to be on the show. Oh, if it's for Chad, I'll do anything. 3.18, so we need to get to the breaks on It's time. all about Chad Corns. You know I'll do everything. All right. Chad will be joining us at around 3.18 if we're on time. Okay, looking forward to having a chat to him. He's a Port Adelaide Football Club Hall of Famer. Yes. I think he's a legend. That's just I love him as a bloke. Mm. Um, and he's the current forward coach. Didn't yes. chop and change again. No, 
Nathan Bassett went from defence and Tyson Goldsack is in charge of the Port Adelaide defence, which has a new look tonight. Well, there's a Sava Radigalia, there's that that chap. I'm not questioning you. I was yep. letting, letting you talk, oh, thank Rick. you. <laughs> I thought I was going to get one of those <laughs> remarks because I what know re- there's one coming. What remarks? Oh, it's just something. Don't play the victim. Something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a few scars. Oh, I'll tell you what. The one you've... I still can't cope with is being a gelding. A gelding? Mm. Well, that's painful. Well, well, rude. I cross my legs every time you say it. Well, oh. I've only done it once this week. <laughs> um, you've got to face reality. Four o'clock, four o'clock, Nathan Van Burlo joins us, Crow's midfield coach. Looking mm. forward to chatting to him at 4.30. Dwayne Russell will go live to Dwayne O. Uh, he did his show out at um, Witten Oval. He was there for the Western Bulldogs Hawthorne game. Now you can update us on that one, Rooch. Who won it? Western Bulldogs won by twenty-five points, being Hawthorne. Sam Darcy stood out, not just because he's a tall lad and he's got a squad of story, but he actually stood out. And a bit of information for you: mm-hmm. the man who is in the top of my file for coach to be considered when you need a senior coach, Brendan Laid took charge because Luke Beveridge is ill. Okay, Another good uh, now let's just Brendan get some Lane. clarity here. We can't uh, digress too much, though. So you'd prefer him to be coaching the next coach of Port as opposed to Josh Carr? No, I didn't say that. No, you said he's at the top of your list but he for is the on next the, coaching yes, job. Yes, at any job, yes. At any job, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I'll ask well, the yeah. question again. I Yeah, I like Brendan Lane. You'd have, you'd have him as Port's next coach well, ahead of Josh I'd, Carr. I'd have to think that one all the way through, but you know I or like Brendan Laid as a coach. I know. You know but that. I trapped you there on a technicality. Well, you know there are some jobs that suit some people and some that don't, but I do Roach. like Brendan Laid. We've got to keep it on the clock. St Kilda are playing Essendon oh. uh, at RSEA Park at the moment. I've, my gut feel is that Essendon will finish above St Kilda this year, but it's a shellacking at the moment. Well, it is the sort of game which will have people like Matthew Noy, Lloyd getting mm. their teeth sharpened because at half time Essendon only had 2-5 on the scoreboard. Currently, St Kilda leads 9-8-62 to Essendon 3-6-24. And some of St Kilda's movement, particularly from coast to coast, as we call it, yep. from d- deep defence to attack, has been fast and precise, All right, well, which is only... not something we always associate with Ross Lyon. No, there's only 32 points in it now. The Bombers just got a goal. It was a coast-to-coast, and Ben McKay with a lovely intercept mark and a long kick route. So uh, I wouldn't take a lot of notice of the result of no, this game. we know that. We can't tell you at the moment who's in and out. We'll do that a little bit later. We're going to jump into a break. It's a big Friday coming up. Chad Corns, Nathan Van Burlo, Dwayne Russell, and, of course, the Friday forecast. All right, and Kane Corns gets so many headlines... I love it. I don't read them all, though, because, you know, there's one a minute almost. But he got my attention today, Roach, big time. We'll get to that shortly. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. 3.13 3.13, we'll cut the music there. 20.7 degrees. We want to save on time, Roach, so we can get to Chad Corns as quick as we can. Hey, um, Roach, I mentioned about Kane before. We weren't going to talk about this. This is all good, Kane, in case you're listening. It, uh, this really caught my eye, though. Really, really surprised me. We all do our top eights and top fours at this Still time. Still working of the year. on mine. Yeah, we'll do ours. We'll announce them next week. But Kano did his this morning with David King. Now, he does not have Port Adelaide in the top eight. Now, uh, p- Pardon? 
I know. It really caught my attention. And that's what he believes. He'll have his uh, reasons, and you can go to the podcast to understand why. But his top eight is Brisbane, Sydney Swans, Collingwood, Carlton, Adelaide, Melbourne, GWS, and Gold Coast. Now, obviously, all those sides can make the eight. But I would have question marks and would have Port Adelaide ahead of the following sides. I'd have Port Adelaide ahead of Collingwood. No. No, well, I would. Well, I'll just respond. At this stage, I'll give you my thought on it. Okay. Uh, There's definitely a question mark with Carlton. Correct. Uh, Adelaide, I know they won the last two showdowns, but I'd have Port Adelaide ahead. Agreed. Of Adelaide at the moment. Melbourne, so many question marks. Absolutely. They were the best performing side in the finals last year that didn't win a game uh, by a mile. There's no comparison. You compared them to their exit. Everything about Melbourne on names is better, but... You look at all the statistics, and yep. I think Jared Healy said it as well. Yep. You know, all the KPIs, they were probably the best side in the finals. They just made some dumb decisions. But, uh, Giants uh, on the up, you know, was that an aberration last year? I like the Giants. And Gold Coast, I think they can. They're going to be a tough side to beat. But yeah, but I wouldn't rate Gold Coast out of port. No, nor would I. I was staggered by it. And just for the record, Kingy sat on the fence. He only went for six. He's got six sides that are a lock for the finals, a lock. Collingwood, Brisbane, GWS, Carlton, Sydney, St Kilda. Oh, I wouldn't be putting a lock on St Kilda. No, nor would I. Nor would I. But uh, look, I have Port Adelaide as a lock. Mm. As a lock. Okay. All right, we just thought we'd bring that to everyone's attention. You can have your say. Ooh. We're going to jump into the break now so we can get the chatty corns, the big human petrol. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Nearly 3.21 on a Friday afternoon. We are live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. Energy from an Australian-known company. That's Lumo SA. A lot cooler today, Roots. 20.7. That's good for the trial game today. It is. Between Port Adelaide and the Crows. It gets underway at Albert and Oval at 5 o'clock. Gives me great pleasure to introduce our next game. Our guest, will he be pumped up, Roach? Will he have the veins in the head? Will the pecs be, you know? Kim. Of all the games that Chad Corns played, when didn't you find him, even if it was a practice game, 100% committed, he's more passionate. Mature, he's more mature now, though. It no. might be just a trial <laughs> he game. Is, he has got the spirit of a fighter with him, even if it's for the mm. toss of the coin. I saw him down at the club on Tuesday. My, my heart skipped a beat. I love the man. Hello, Chaddy. How did that end up? Kimbo, did what happened with the keys? Well, you will oh, not believe this. Jay. Daniel Norton had to drive Jay. me back to Prospect uh, to break into the house, <laughs> get the spare key. Then he took me back and he's going, Kimbo, imagine if it's been stolen when we get here. I said, it'll be good radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I rang everyone. Long story short, David Wildey picked up my Shut set up. of keys. Bloody idiot. <laughs> hey, uh, Chatty, let's have oh, a look. Oh, you at... were frantic. Oh, I was. Oh, good result, I guess. <laughs> No, I was, I was happy. Yeah, I was a bit annoyed. It was just a mystery. Um, let's have a look at this game. Let's start off with a text because a stack of them are coming through on the text line 0427154166. So this will help. It says, this is from Costa. He's a Crow supporter. How ridiculous is this? Port's gone full strength apart from Marshall. They've requested it to be played at Alberton. The prison bars are out. They are looking for a cheap showdown win. It is sad. <laughs> now... That's a very yeah, nervous I'm not sure cost. I've got much idea what he's talking about. Um, so I'm pretty what sure the Crows are at full strength 
as they can be right now. I think that both teams have been in constant communication. So the plan is for the it'll be six periods, so not mm-hmm. the the normal yep. four quarters, six yeah. periods, of which the first three from both teams, not just us, will be as full strength as we can be right now. Okay, okay. so let's. Uh, who is not playing? Then we heard that Marshall's not. Who's not available for you? Um, from uh, the guys that would be locks in round one yep. would be Toddy, who will play next week, and Willem Drew, who's mm, just got a so bit of just a, two. an AC shoulder. You know, he could have played, but you know, he's just so tough, probably too tough for his own good that we'll, we'll wait to, to get him out next week as well. So, Chad, there was a bit of a scare with Asava Radical Edge, a long trade mm. gain from the summer. How did he come up during the week, and how much time will you be able to put into him tonight? Yeah, he put up really well. It was a definitely a scare, Roach. I was on the on the bench when he came off. Um, but in the end, pulled up really well, did a bit of training during the week. Mm. So I think the plan is that he'll play the majority of those first three periods along with uh, with everyone else. The other one I'm fascinated is Charlie Dixon, who's been quite upfront mm. about how difficult it was last year and he's still carrying a fair bit of it now. And the yep. theme of managing him, how, how do you work Charlie Dixon now and going into the season and during the season? It's been a frustrating pre-season for him and for us as well, really. He just hasn't been able to get out there consistently. But I had some good chats with him this week, and I think the, the benefit of not doing a full pre-season, like his foot's mm. feeling really good. Like last year it was, you know, he'd play a game, wouldn't be able to train for the rest of the week because of that foot issue. But um, as of this week, his body's feeling a lot better. So again, he'll he'll likely play a half tonight. Um, But yeah, Charlie's, he's a bit similar to me. He's pretty open and honest with, with where he's at. So I wouldn't say it's been the the best preseason he's ever done, but the benefit in that, like he was along with Toddy sort of had nothing left at the end of the year last year, hopefully without having done a full preseason. When everyone else is starting to fade, they're just starting to come good as the season progresses. We'll talk about your forward setup very shortly. Uh, I'm sure you will if you don't agree, and you don't have to agree with this. But um, I've always thought your back six, you lack a little bit of genuine leg speed. I mean, you've addressed issues in the back six with some bigger bodies there. Are you trying to get some leg speed in your back six, and who's that likely to be if that's the case? So the three, you know, the three tools: Alir, Zerk Thatcher, and Asaba mm-hmm. will start. I think along with. Lockie Jones, who's, oh, if not the standout of the preseason, right up there okay. as a guy who's yeah. had, and, and he's the fastest man I've ever seen on Albert and Oval, so there's some speed there. Dan Houston, he's not the quickest guy, but he makes up for it with smarts and how well he reads the footy, and Kane Farrell is quick. Yep. Alberto, quick. Dylan Williams, he's a bit like Dan, not, not super mm. fast, but reads the ball and plays so well, so... Lack of leg speed is not something we're concerned about back there. The concern, obviously, last year was just the, the size yeah. um, of the back six, and, and that's been addressed. And, and those two guys that have come in really couldn't have done much more, both as people. Well, they're really good people um, in different ways, but have trained really well. So pretty excited about what they can do and especially the way they can help the way back there. All right, so I take it from that, that we rule Lockie Jones out for a wing because there's been a lot of speculation there. He's in defence. You didn't mention Miles Bergman, I don't think. So he'll be playing one wing? Miles will play wing. Yep. yep. I think along with Jace Bergman, we'll start 
on the other one. Ah. Another guy who's had a, a really strong pre-season too. Chad, when we were there on Tuesday, we are just fascinated by how far AFL football's gone. You're mm. talking about professional era. Like Kim I and mm. a lot of others can remember the days of, you know, stats being taken with pen on paper and, you know, blackboards with chalk in change rooms and so forth. Now it is massively sophisticated. Curiosity here. We work rotations yep. in AFL footy. You've got a lot of midfielders who you can push forward, hopefully to score goals. So it's you, Josh Carr, and the sports science crew. How do you work out how to do these rotations? What sort of planning are you going through the summer to know what these rotations are going to be like on match day? Um, it's a good question, Roach, but the rotation side of things goes completely over my head. I just... I haven't really tried to study it. We've got guys who put so much time and effort into that area. They just tell me when the Ford's coming off and when the next one's going on. But on your point about having a great selection of mids who can play forward, I think that's something we've experimented with over the preseason. And tonight, Horn Francis will start forward. Um, Butters and Rosie will spend time forward throughout the night and hopefully throughout the season too. Um, for a few reasons, they're really damaging when they're there. And because of how well Ollie Wines is trained, um, along with Willem Drew, don't want to be pushing those guys out to the wing. So to be able to fit everyone in, to get your best players in the team, we feel like that's a, an option we could use going forward. Need to score to win games, obviously, and it's been a problem at times. Uh, with some of those mm. midfielders and with the ability that Rosie has in Horn Francis, and we spoke to him a week ago, he likes the idea of being up forward a bit. Do you sort of sort of set a target like we want twenty five goals from you two this year? Both. Um, we have those. Not in that in that way. Um, more so with the Fords. Like the Fords always have a, a target of of what they want to kick in, in mm. the back of their minds. But the mids, uh, it's just more about them understanding, you know, completely what we're trying to do as a as a connected, you know, four, six, or seven. What their role is when they're forward, and if they do that, um, they'll definitely get shots on goal. So, you know, those three guys that we, we spoke about are oh, they're the most talented players, you know, I've seen. So if we can get this happening and get it working, they should be able to do a bit of damage when they are there. All right, well, uh, Costa's come back at you. He said, don't sook up, Chad. <laughs> then he sent through another one. He said, I love the Costa. Fo- he says, I love that footy's back and I love the banter. And he sent a love heart. Hey, we're looking forward to tonight's <laughs> game. So the boys will be flat chat. They'll be going, no holds barred, no bars hold, whatever it is. It's going to oh, be it's tough. Still, you know, it's, still, it's still a trial trial game, but the boys are sick and tired of playing against each other. So it'll be great to yeah, play against uh, another opposition. Thanks for your time, Thanks, Chad. Chad. We'll talk to you throughout the year. All right. Thank you. Bye. 3.30 News. About to happen, Roach. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach. Three thirty-four, 20.8 degrees outside. You can get in touch with us courtesy of the Mon Team Hyundai Cheltenham text line. If you're looking to buy a car, whether it be new, Roach, 
demos. They've got a lot of demos down there or a used car. Get in touch with the team at Maunteen Hyundai Cheltenham. They're absolute rippers, Daniel Thomas. And uh, I tell you what, the car business would never have a bad name if they had all exactly. were like them. And may I suggest, now the gates will open at Albert and Oval at 4 p.m. Yeah, we've got a few texts on this. You know, it's first in, best dressed, mm. limited capacity, etc. cetera. So it's you've free. got 25 minutes. Why not stop in at Maunteen? There at Cheltenham. I love just alongside yeah, Albert and Oval. Yeah, I love DT. I'd be getting the game first. Sorry, DT. <laughs> oh. Right. So four o'clock gates open. Ten thousand, yeah. It is free. First in Six thousand they're allowing, aren't they? Probably, yeah. 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 All right, let's jump into some of these texts. They're they're good talking points, Roots. This one says the conversation about Charlie Dixon is mm. not very encouraging for his twenty twenty four. That's exactly. Matt in Brizzy. The other one that disappoints me for this evening, because when we talk about Port Adelaide's wings or their options in attack, one of the gains they made mid-season was Quinton Narkel, who could be very interesting on a wing. Yep. We won't be seeing him tonight because he's got a back complaint. But I'll be intrigued as to where Narkel fits into Port Adelaide after having a full pre-season with them and mm. what um, flexibility he offers. Yeah, uh, a few more texts, Roach. He's uh, Costa stirring the pot again. He says, Chad, have you caught up with Treaders yet? Unfortunately, I didn't see that in time. Uh, he also goes on to say there's seven of Adelaide's best out. Well, we've got Nathan Burn Burlow on at uh, four o'clock. We'll get that confirmed. Um, Roach, on the back of uh, Kano not having Port Adelaide in the top eight, and that's fair enough. That's his opinion. We all see it differently, yeah, exactly. and he, he may be right. Like some people didn't have Collingwood even making the eight one year. They won the flag. Yeah, they won my big sliders, Roach. That, that was me. <laughs> that was me. That's all right. They got the oldest list. The oldest yeah, list. I always wonder about those stats because you know what echoes in my mind is that Mark Bickley quote. He has some beautiful quotes. He says, mm. Sharon doesn't know how old you are. Well, I like that quote. And that applied to Pendlebury. That's where I got it wrong. Yeah. Side bottom. Yeah. And I thought Jamie Elliott, he had so many injuries, but he was up and about. Last year, so uh, I got it wrong. They were and a fascinating story, Colin. We weren't they? It's not about me. I did get West Coast bottom correct. Where's the beer? I did have. The, he never sent it. I did have Adelaide as the big, as one of the big improvers, mm. and they were the highest scoring team. Yep. And there was another one, and I had Frio, which Jared Healy yesterday really likes them. Um, I don't have them close to the top no. eight again. And I do have concerns. And I had them, after finishing fourth or fifth last year, not playing finals. I couldn't see it any way. And I have great concerns about the way they play. Yeah. Not the talent they have, the way they play. Just updating the current trial game between St Kilda and Essendon. I don't know what to read out of this with Essendon. but it's well, I know what the repercussions will be with the commentary in Melbourne on Monday. Oh, yeah. It's 99 to 38, St Kilda giving them a shellacking at the moment. And Riley Bonner is looking very good for St Kilda. Yeah. 36 he wears now. Yeah, and good luck to him. Well, he always performed okay. He was, uh, sort of became the whipping boy at Port yeah, Adelaide, I get you. or I one get of them. You. There's always one at every team. Keep... Roach, can we talk about uh, Port Adelaide's Absolutely. top six? We did it uh, forward six. Yes. Give me your best six. And anyone can get involved. Jump on the text line, 0427 yep. So It's best better to six. do it now than yep. at the end of the year, oh, so-and-so shouldn't yeah. have been playing there. Well, call it now. Give us so your, your best forward six. Best six on the basis that everyone is fit and everyone's raring to go. Because yep. the yep. Dixon question is a relevant mm. one. But mm. if it's all good, Rioli, Dixon, Finlayson, Sam Palpepper, Marshall, George Artie's playing at half forward. Hmm. They're my six. And you know about how a lot of this then twists and turns when you put 
Rosie, yeah, or Francis moving into that. There will so. be enormous rotations. And but if Jason, you just say, for, just a six. From everyone I've spoken to, Horn, Francis and Rosie will have quite an impact up forward. Yep. Still part of the midfield, yep. but they'll spend a lot of time up there, and rightly so. If Dixon's not right, and let's hope he gets his body right, because the man can play. Mm. He's a huge man. I'm not overly concerned. And you have a look at what Collingwood did last year, even with their forward line, which you wouldn't say it was elite. Uh, Jamie Elliott, very clever footballer. Correct. Uh, Bobby Hill won the Norm Smith. Oh, but at the start of the yep. year, you weren't going crazy. Yep. Dugowie floats down there. Like, we'll see that from Jason Horn francis and we'll see that from mm. Rosie as well. My check solid. is just solid. He's solid. Ash Johnson, in and out. Yep, but um, McStay was injured. Ooh. But with fast ball movement... And Cox it, as well. Yeah. With fast ball movement, though, you can imagine Port Adelaide without Dixon, with Marshall Dinlison or Georgie Artis, whatever the mix is. Then you've got Willie Rioli. I saw him on Tuesday morning. I was walking with David um, Daniel Norton. Looking Will, for keys. Yeah. Willie walked past and we said, g'day. And I nearly didn't recognise him. Mm. He has lost so much good, weight. Good. It's the fittest, I think, he has ever been. And he's in a good space, too. Yeah. Yep, and you can tell no puppy uh, fat around the face. Yep. I can't tell you what he weighs. They don't give that information anymore, Rich. What a load of wank. Um, <laughs> editorial comment. But can you imagine how chaotic it would be for a defender? Port Adelaide, the ball coming out of the centre with their gun midfield. And, and your point on Dixon. The less we see of Dixon, the more opportunity there is for Ollie Lord, who I do like. Yeah, well, you didn't have him in, did you? No, but um, you're talking about six, everyone fit and yeah. fair and go. Um, you made a point while I was making my point, Rich. You've derailed me. Uh, the ball goes in quick. I'm not worried if there's not a really big-bodied target up there. I'm, I'm, I'm really not. If you've got Marshall, Finlayson, Georgiades, uh, and then you have Rosie, Horn Francis, Willie Rioli, that is scary for a defender. So let me ask the subsidiary question now. If we don't fit Darcy Byrne-Jones into that six, where is he playing? I haven't got him in the... It's just me. I've got nothing against him, but I haven't got him in my 22, mm, 23. Have you? Well, we heard, we heard Chad Corns talk about the back six. Know. And he's not on a wing. No, Bergman, and we, they were glowing on the Tuesday about Jace Bergman's summer. So he's getting first crack at it. Where's Travis Boak? <laughs> yes, interesting all this, isn't mm. it? Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. Very that, interesting. That's all you but got the Darcy Burn. No, well, <laughs> I, I can imagine Boak like he did last year, a lot of it will be come off the bench sort of stuff. But I'm trying to work out where Darcy Byrne-Jones fits. This mm. is the guy who a year ago was, what, deputy vice-captain? Yeah. Well virtually vice-captain. That doesn't matter. Well, no, he, but it tells you where they ranked him in leadership. Yeah, he, had a, he was an All-Australian then, had exactly. a really poor year, and then he yeah. found himself up forward, did well as yeah. a defensive forward. Um, Costa's reloaded. He says, guys, jokes aside, you could not have poured outside of the eight. They have a class midfield, good forward line, and I think the best kicking halfback line in the comp. The corn is full of it. <laughs> and another one saying, the only reason Kane has put Port out of the eight is to set the bar really low to protect Ken and Chad. Oh, come on. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, everyone is so sensitive now. I sent a message to the Brecky boys on Thursday, and while she sooked up, then the Port fans all come for me. Pre-season nerves. It's cost us very active today. Um, what else have we got? Oh, here we go, Roach. You're right. Riley Bonner, always looked good at Port as mm. well. He only touched the ball five times a week. Okay. Oh. Yeah, well. Yes, yes, and that's probably why he's not there, Kim. All right. But now you get an opportunity somewhere else. 
different coaching themes. But it could be a great move for him. Yeah, I hope it is. You're very philosophical today. I like it when you're aggressive and grumpy. Um, let's have a This might get you up and about. Right. David King this morning when he was on with Kano. Mm. Uh, what do they call it? Fireball Friday? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, he had this to say about Nat Matthew Nix. Number two. If I'm Matthew oh. Nix, I'm going over a coffee with Mark Rusciuto and I'm saying, look, you know what? I'm, I'm invested in this club. I've shown that I can coach. I've given you enough uh, evidence to show that we can succeed or contend here. And if you don't want to commit to that, then that's that's your call. That's fine. But, and it's a big but, if others come knocking with a generous financial reward and a significant tenure to coach elsewhere, don't be shocked. Don't be shocked if I if I investigate that further. Why, why is that conversation even relevant? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, the, Matthew Nix has a plan. The Adelaide Football Club has a plan. I have admired the way they have strategically and systematically worked their way through it. Now, I am surprised that this isn't done. We, You and I thought that while we're away, this would be locked in as a contract mm. extension. I appreciate all that the Adelaide Football Club is saying, hey, we've got a real issue at Thebby. Yeah, but they're too separate. I didn't buy that when John said that. Well, I I accept that that's consuming them, but it shouldn't be derailing them from the thought they have the man to lead this I think it's actually a bit of an insult, not having a crack at you, Johnny. Johnny Olsen, the chairman, when he said that. uh, I understand that they've got a lot on their plate, but it's a little demeaning if they're too busy to attend to who's coaching your club. So I don't really buy that. And as I said, I believe it's going to be done when I said it last week. A week has passed. I said uh, in two weeks. 95% 95% sure then, 100% before round one. Mm, if I'm wrong, right. well, right. I'll be hunting down a couple of very prominent people in but South but Australia. What was the, <laughs> what's, what's the underlying theme there with David King's remark? I don't know. He just thinks Adelaide should get it done. But, uh, That's fair enough. So he's had his opinion. Why, you have your opinion. But why, would, why would there even be that sort of discussion? Well, well look, if, you, if you're not 100%, else. don't be surprised if someone knocks on the door and I go. Seriously? Well, there'd only be one club at the moment. That'd be Frio, wouldn't it? Who am I missing? Gold Coast Suns won't be looking for someone new. Mm, don't, don't. Chris Fagan. Don't underestimate. Oh, actually, that'd don't be Don't underestimate good. West Coast where they're at at the moment. Oh, I tell you, yeah, that's a possibility. And actually, Brisbane, and I love what Chris Fagan's done, but if yeah. they don't get the job done, yeah, imagine taking over that list. All right, we need to go to a break, Reach. Here's a text uh, from Alex from Walkerville. G'day, Alex. Kim and Rucci, DBJ will not be in the 23. Nowhere near it. Not good enough. Hasn't been since his All-Australian year and will battle to get a game Mm, all year. Uh, That's where it's interesting as well with Ryan Burton. How's he fit in? Now, Chad said that he's got some leg speed. Well, that's good because that's what he needs to have. He's got a great footy brain. He's a good friend of the show. 3.45, Kimbo on the Roots. We're here thanks to Monteen Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 350. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Mm. Hey, that trial game's finished between the Bombers, Rooch, and St Kilda. St Kilda wins by 66. Points, 16, 106 to Essendon, 5, 10, 40. I will be 
absolutely fascinated by the reaction from the Essendon Mafia. Ma- mafia. Next 48 hours. Well, you know. When I group. bring that up with you in Italy, you tell me off. You say, no, you should never mention that. No. Word. No. Well, you just used it. Well, yes, because there's the Essendon Mafia in the media. You know that. You <laughs> Name them. Lloyd Watson that goes on and on and on. You know the lot. <laughs> you know who they are. And who else is there? Oh, I've got to get my list out. Robbo. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh yes, yes, oh, exactly. I'll help you with um, this. Just a sad note. Uh, this shocked me when I read this this morning. Jeff Brown, the Collingwood president, who's done a marvellous mm. job in, let's say he's done a marvellous job in taking Collingwood well, to a premiership, but also... They're just, you're hard to hate Collingwood at the moment, isn't it? They didn't put a foot wrong last year. Mm. Declared that uh, he has incurable blood cancer. Oh, dearie me. Diagnosed in September, kept it quiet. But uh, yeah, we wish him, well, let, let's hope there is a change of luck there. Mm. That's a horrible story to, to read this morning because he's Definitely. done a lot of good work in AFL as a legal counsel to them and now at the Collingwood Footy Club. So Jeff, we're, we're thinking of you. Yeah, uh, thoughts with him mm. and family and friends. Uh, a few texts coming through. Tim says, Kim, you spend more time talking about going to breaks than actually talking about sports. Oh, come on, Tim. Oh. A bit harsh. Well, someone's got to be responsible here. Tell you one thing you did get right yesterday, mm. and I'm sad to say you did get it right. That sewer of social media, the way that Brendan Maynard is being worked over as... Braden. Oh, sorry, Braden. Sorry, Maynard. I've got sort of shocked by now trying to recall the message. Oh, are you proud that you ended someone's career? Oh, come on. Mm. Seriously? And, and his social media accounts have been loaded with just that sort of tone. You ended Brayshaw's career. Well, we didn't want to put a focus on it yesterday when we touched on it. And uh, it was obvious that it would happen, though. That's the world we live in. Uh, for people that are thinking of going down that road and can't tell people what to do. but No, but... Um, What's, ha- what's happened to him is incredibly unfortunate, Absolutely, uh, Angus Brayshaw, but the, the cold hard facts are yep. that we'll never know definitively, but it would have happened this year. The next knock was always going to be the knock from all the testing. I'm having a vision done. of your vision from 15 years ago. He, because he's a courageous player, mm. is moving into a contested situation, ball high, high-flying player of any team, knee into the head in a marking contest. Oh, just backing back into a pack and yeah. uh, someone... Look, the next yeah. knock was going to do it. It's unfortunate that it happened with the Braden Maynard situation. Yeah. So what needs but to people be... people need to pump the brakes, yeah. I tell you. We've seen it at a very, very different level, you mm. know. And uh, fortunately, people showed a little bit more common sense, but there was some trolling. Common sense. Uh, with, um, you know, with Sean Abbott and yeah. the late oh, yeah. Phil Hughes. Yeah, yeah. So what um, now needs to be dealt with is a $3 million five-year contract. We've got yep. a Melbourne, uh, Brayshaw's agent, the AFLPA, the Players' Union, and the AFL all involved in how this all plays out. Uh, as we said the other day, it has to be negotiated out. Well, Alan Richardson spoke about it, the GM of footy at the Melbourne Football Club, and this is how they're going to work through it. Uh, we're working through that at the moment, both with um, with Tom in terms of... And Gus will be fine. That'll, that'll, we'll work through that. But in terms of some TPP relief, yeah, we're we're working through that now with the AFL, and they needed a little bit of time. That that was that was also part of the timing and all this. That um, it was a bit of a challenge. It was um, it was all a bit new. Um, so no, no, I'm pretty confident that um, common sense will prevail, and we'll, we'll get a, a result that you know works for everyone. 
Yeah, that's a delicate one. I hope he's well and truly looked after. This one's not so good. Situation with Taron Thomas. Same but different, if yeah, I so may say. Yeah, one yeah, is was, clearly injury. I was going to get mm. to that, Roach. Mm. Yeah, and I would like to think that he hasn't got a lot of leverage, Taron Thomas. No. Because if you bring the game, if you bring your club into disrepute and there's contracts, we have contracts like that, Roach. I wonder, do you get paid at all, honestly? But here's Todd Viney. <laughs> there's parts to all that exit now around his contract that will be negotiated uh, with Taron and his manager. So... You know that uh, those conversations will still unfold, but obviously there's been uh, numerous, um, you know, things that uh, with the respect and responsibility that he's uh, he's broke. Well, if you're Thomas's manager, what argument are you making, Kim? What argument? You well, you would. It's just like oh, uh, lawyers that. when they go in and defend murderers, Roach, and he's not a murderer, but. Um, you know, that's what they're there to do, mm. the managers. They'll try and get the best deal possible. Not an easy Because the manager will get a cut, cut of it. Yeah, hey, we've got time to do this, and uh, only because we think he's an absolutely ripping bloke, and it's very sad what's happened to Angus Brayshaw. Yeah. But we're going to give you the extended outtakes of his speech to the players yes. on, on his retirement. So this should nearly take us up to the news. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's been tough. It's been up and down. There's a lot of emotions, but... Um, yeah, it's been weird. I've sort of known for a few days and haven't been able to tell anyone um, just to get everything sort of sorted out behind the scenes and it um, feels like a weight off my shoulders being able to tell everyone. Um, but, you know, I've got Danielle, my fiance has been great. My mum and dad have been around and have been a huge support. And once I told all my teammates and all the staff, um, you know, they uh, I've got such a good support network around me and... Um, Feels good to, you know, it's like a weight off my shoulders and I don't have to hide it for anyone anymore, so a bit of a relief. A lot, a lot of emotion in the room, as you told everyone. Yeah. How much does this club mean to you? Yeah, it's been, um, it's hard to put into words. I have had, you know, as I said, a few days to think about, you know, what I would say to the club and the teammates and stuff, but, yeah, I don't think even my best thought-out words... Um, capture it all. I think um, when I got drafted, we were, you know, Track and I were picks two and three. We were down the bottom of the ladder, and I think, um, you know, obviously now Premiership players, but I think building a club that people are proud to belong to, and that's something that, you know, the joy the supporters get out of us playing well, and, um, you know, winning football's great, but it's so much bigger than, you know, just. Wins and losses, the impact I've felt that I've had on people was something that so special to me. And um, yeah, I feel, um, you know, I'm a one club player obviously now and a Melbourne person for life. And you know, so many emotions, but um, yeah, I just love this place and love everyone in it. And yeah, it's going to be sad not to be able to come back here every day. You touched a little bit on the supporters there. How much has the Demon Faithful been part of your journey? Yeah, I remember um, being embraced straight away and, you know, playing early games and having, um, you know, badges, kids like signing badges and just doing stuff that I'd done as a kid was really surreal and I've only ever felt loved and, um, you know, appreciated by the fans and, yeah, you know, I, um, it's one of the proudest things in my career being able to bring a premiership and, um, you know, for my for my teammates and my family, but the impact I've seen that it has on the you know, membership base that's been, you know, through a fair bit. Um, 
yeah, I'm uh, in a real sense of pride being able to have such a positive impact on so many people. So, yeah, yeah, I love hearing the stories that people come up to me and say what they were doing in the grand final and how they celebrated and um, how much joy it's given them and that's something that I think is really special to me. So, yeah, very grateful. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Two minutes past four, 20.7 degrees outside. We're live from Studio Lumo here at number one King William Street in the city. Appreciate their support. Lumo Energy, uh, good South Aussie supporters they are, Roach. Big game coming up at Albert and Oval. I think you can get there about 6,000. Gates just opened. Just opened at four o'clock. Game gets underway at five. We heard from Chad Corns a little earlier. Let's hear from the Adelaide Crows midfield coach for the first time this year. Happy New Year, Nathan Van Burlo. G'day, Kimbo, Roach, great Hello, to talk Nathan. again, and yeah. happy new year to you too. How was your uh, New Year's break, or Chrissy holiday break? Did you go back to Perth? Uh, we were back in Perth, and it was uh, stinking hot, but nice nice family time back there, and mm. three weeks the players and uh, staff get over Christmas now with the CBA and how everything unfolds, nice. so it was a very nice break, but um, distant memory now, it's been a few weeks back into training, and Mm. Footy's back tonight, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah, Speaking of breaks, Nathan, we were most concerned we heard that Matt Crouch had a bit of a concern with a hand. How's that all played out this week, and how much time can you give him now? Yeah, look, he's he's fine. Uh, he, uh, I believe, had scans, would have been yesterday. He had a bit of a knock on his hand at training, and um, I think they were originally just talking about some, some bruising and maybe some, okay. some stretched ligaments, etc. But he's out there, right as I speak now, looking at him running over the ground and playing with the footy. So he's, uh, as far as I know, he's good to go tonight. Um, so that's uh, probably dodged one there, which is good. Yeah, VB, well we know you've got work to do. We've only got you for five minutes, so we'll jump in. We spoke to Chad Corns. Uh, they've basically only got uh, Toddy Marshall outreached. And who else? There's one other, I think. Uh, who's not playing for you tonight that would be likely to be in your best 23? So, Jordan Butts, Wayne Miller, Rory Sloan and Jake Saliga are probably the four at the moment that are Nick Murray, obviously, later in the year and Harry Schomburg. But uh, those four um, won't play this week. Uh, and likely next week we'll get some minutes into Wayne Miller, Jordan Butts and Jake Saliga, which, um, again, how, how much time they get next week will, will depend on how much training they get done this week. But I believe the outlook is positive for them to to get some minutes in, which will uh, give them a good chance for round one. So what you do tonight, looking at round one, will it be much different, like the way you use Rochelle and Isaac Rankin? Will that be an indication how you line up in round one in terms of midfield minutes? It's it's certainly part of the plan. Uh, we have exposed them uh, more so than what they have done in the last, I suppose, 18 months uh, around the footy. So uh, you'll certainly see uh, a fair bit more of Isaac and Josh playing some, some midfield minutes, which... We like the dynamic they give us around the footy. They give us a bit of X factor. Um, and they also can, we know, be really challenging ahead of the ball. So uh, we don't want to take away from the strength that it does give us ahead of the ball. But we also like what we've seen of them around the footy. So they'll definitely spend some more minutes around the ball, which, um, yeah, we've liked what we've seen over summer. Nathan, a lot of the narrative into this season will be about Adelaide's defence. We know the hits you've taken. We know how you plugged them pretty well last year. 
How challenging is it at the moment to work out how to fit that back six and then how your midfield also protects them? Yeah, it's. I mean, it does come ultimately back to your, your team defence and you know, if we're able to, from the midfield point of view, be consistent at stoppage and mm. not put our back under the pump, that certainly helps. If we're able to be cohesive as a whole team unit and work with our backs, that helps. And I know Jack Homsch, our defensive coordinator, he's certainly working through what that mix behind the ball is going to look like. And, and that may be something that we change from week to week, depending yep. on what the opposition presents to us as well. So um, we'll get a good chance over the next two weeks to look at uh, a couple of different looks as well as uh, some different personnel. So we've got some guys that are, you know, those sort of, I guess, handy utility type sizes with the likes of Laurel and Hinge mm. and Smith who can, uh, who can play tall and small. So, you know, we'll work through a couple of different books over, over the next two weeks. So for your supporters that are watching online and, and that are heading down to Alberton, so there's six terms tonight, correct me if I'm wrong, would the first three terms be your best 22? Yeah, look, we'll look to play uh, a stronger team in the first uh, three to four quarters mm. Uh, mm. and then um, play a hybrid mix over the, the back three quarters um, and play some guys in, in probably some, I guess, some different positions um, and guys that are pressing to spots. So, yeah, that's, that's the general gist of how tonight will look. Who's going to play in a different position and where are we expecting to see Luke Pedler play? Yeah, look, we'll, uh, we'll, Luke will spend most of his time ahead of the ball as he did last year. Um, he may get some time up and around the footy as a midfielder, um, similar to what he did last year, but uh, he's another one. I mentioned Rochelle and Rankin earlier in the piece that, has done uh, a lot more work around the footy, so we'll look to increase his exposure as well. Um, and there's a lot of guys in our squad. Like we, we, we try and encourage guys to be you know, dual or multi-position players because for a lot of guys to get your way into the side uh, or to keep your spot in the side, you need to be able to play a variety of roles so that you're not just pigeonholes being yeah. a, a one-spot player. So... There'll be guys like, uh, I'm just trying to think of one elephant at the over, like Ned McHenry will play some time on the wing, he'll play mm. some time ahead of the ball, and he, he might even uh, pinch it around the footy if we need him as well, just exposing guys to perhaps a different role that haven't ordinarily played, but it's important for their development. Could be an interesting forward line, slightly smaller forward line if you've got Rankin Rochelle there, maybe Ned McHenry. Lockie Murphy, now part of your leadership group, so you expect him to be playing, and um, and Lukey Pedler as well. Yeah, look, we've got we've got some uh, definitely some, some small talent ahead of the ball, and you know, complemented by our big boys with Walker, Fogarty, Gilthorpe, Gallant, and Burgess. So um, there's certainly some tall timber there that will help them out. But we're good enough to, to clunk it. Great, and if it comes to ground level, they're certainly going to you know cause some headaches for those uh, opposition defenders as well. Nathan, I've liked the way in which Adelaide has had a plan. They've stuck to it, never got spooked by it. Always worked step by step. What's the next step? What's 2024 going to bring in this plan? Yeah, Roots, it's, it is about, you know, continual growth. Um, and I guess I can only speak, you know, from my experience, since coming back to the footy club a few years ago. Mm. And that's you know, being immersed in that, in that clear plan and it hasn't deviated one bit. Mm. Um, the difference this year is there's the increase in expectation as, as there naturally should be. And as a playing group, they, they want more as well, which is, Fair enough, and our fans do too. So we're looking to, you know, to, to improve again, which will ultimately mean that we're, we're pushing to play finals footy this year, and we, we should play that if we're able to play at or near our best and keep a healthy list. So that would be hopefully a, a continued progression on years gone by. But um, as I said, stick 
stick to the plan and, and that is part of the plan. I wouldn't imagine there's too many secrets tonight being a trial game. So help me with your defence for tonight for the first three terms. Obviously, Michael Annie back there. Would it be Worrell, Borlase and Mark Keane? If that's correct, who's your smaller defender? Yes, we'll play... Did you mention Smith in that? No, Brody. no. Oh, that was a given. No. Yeah, Brody Smith. Uh, Will Hamill will spend some time down okay. back in the, the first couple of periods. And, and Luke Nankervis may also get a look behind the ball as well, so... Um, yeah, they're probably a couple of names that I'm looking at the field right now as who will start behind the ball for us. So Paddy Parnell would be playing the last three quarters possibly, or terms, I should say. Yeah, more than likely, yeah. Okay. And uh, your wings, uh, there's always been a constant battle there. How are they looking? Who's likely? Who's the front runners at the moment? Yeah, again, we've, I mean, a lot of our wings have had some consistent summers. Um, Chase Jones and Lockie Scholl have been our two front runners in that space, uh, but they've been. Had a couple of guys hot on their heels. Jake Saligo's obviously not playing tonight, but he's had a really strong summer. Um, I mentioned guys like Ned McHenry, Luke Mancurvis, uh, who can play some time up and around the wing. Uh, we have had some of our the half-back players in Brody Smith and uh, Mitch Hinge also spent some mm. minutes on the wing. So mm. a number of guys there that will roll through. Um, but uh, I guess to start off with, we'll have uh, Jones and Scholl playing the, the wing role that they did for a large part of last year. I know you've got to go, VB. There's so many questions to ask, but uh, Daniel Curtin, later in the night or early? Yep, uh, Dan will come on. I think the plan is uh, after half-time in the, the back you know, third or fourth quarter, we might uh, look to give Dan some minutes depending on where the group's at in terms of all their, their GPS data and what they need to get out of the game. But he's another one that's come in and you know, impressed all of us with his professionalism and his footballing ability and, and what he's hopefully going to bring to the footy club for a long period of time. So I think our fans will be pretty excited to see, I guess, a, the sheer size of him and, and the way he's able to move and hopefully what he brings to our group as a set for for a long period of time. Yeah, and Crow supporters will be very interested to keep an eye on Riley Thilthorpe, which we didn't get time to talk about, but we'll do that later and throughout the year. VB, really appreciate your time. Let's hope there's no injuries tonight. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nathan. Nathan Van Burlo. Uh, very open there. Well, might as well be. It's all yeah. going to be seen in yeah, the next yeah, hour. Exactly. So interesting, that defence that everyone talks about. Michael Annie, Hinge, Smith, Worrell, Borlase, and Mark Keane. I think Mark Keane's going to have a really... If last year wasn't a breakout year, uh, I think he's going to be great. This is his first real pre-season he's ever had. A bit of work to do there, though, isn't there, in that group? What, it's the a new group. They've got to fit together. They've got to work it all through. Yep. Oh, I'm not as stressed about it as, uh, as you, Rich. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Really? All right. The prophet of doom. 4-11. Now, now I feel flat. a prophecy of I've doom. taken him out the eight now. Oh, dear. <laughs> The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Seventeen, we're live from Studio Lumo SA here at Number One King William Street in the city. Energy from an Australian-owned company—that's Lumo SA. If you've just joined us, we spoke to Chad Corns a little earlier. You can catch up with that on the podcast. And just had a chat to Nathan Van Burlo. That trial game gets underway at five o'clock. Entry is free. First in, best dressed. I think because of the redevelopment down there, they're only expecting can get about six or seven thousand. Yeah. 
and yep. that'll, that'll get beefed up to with things that are happening further down the track to 10,000. Oh, yeah, particularly when they bring in temporary stands for mm. AFLW big games. Yeah. That'll happen. Hey, I want to do a quick shout-out, receiving a few texts here to uh, all the boys on the York Peninsula at CropSmart. What is CropSmart, you may ask, Rich? Well, I am. Um, well, they have all the chemicals and fertilisers. I'm not really across it, like snail killers, weed killers, nutrients for the soil, yeah. you know, over there. So a big shout-out to Corey Waldash. They're all having their Friday 4 p.m. beers, knock-off beers. Do they deliver? What, chemicals or the beer? All of it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have thought so. They've uh, knocked off. But uh, Bronte Mumford, our friend, he's yes. sitting there. Uh, Chrissy Lister played a few games for the Woodville West Torrens, I think, or West Torrens. Only the Rezies. And Rich Germain, who goes anywhere for a free beer. So uh, does, glad you're listening, boys. Does Bronte keep goats? No, he doesn't have goats. Oh. No. He's got rid of everything, Rich. He's going into no. Ret- gone into retirement, bro. Really? Yeah, it's just happening, yeah. Been a farmer, you know, a number of generations and uh, well, leasing out the property. Oh, that's what I was going to ask next. What happens there? No, never sell the farm, he said. Right. He's two boys. He's two boys got a sniff for city life. They okay. didn't want to run the okay. farm. So he's so, leasing it. Yeah, so he's leasing that out and uh, just got rid of all the sheep. Okay. So they're, they're all gone. It's all been a bit of a process. So. Oh, I was going to talk to him about an international exchange program. Yeah, well, you can do that, Rich. I don't think it'll happen, though. A few texts coming through. We we heard from Angus Brayshaw before. Yes. This text says, well done to the Brayshaw family. Yep. Apart from James, they're all hard units. <laughs> Little drive-by there. Oh, dear. Uh, Crows are on. Cricket's on. India v England are on. All at the same time on KO. Need to buy another couple of TVs. And he's got the radio on as well. Dracos, mm. listening to us. Yes, Eden Park for Australia, New Zealand. Well, there won't be difficult scoring there, will it, Kim? It no, it's a smallish oh. ground. And we'll be going to that at 5 o'clock yes. soon as we go off air. Here's Australia a leads 1-0 in the three-game T20 series. Yeah, in a thriller mm. the other night. Yeah. Thought I'd tip the winner in New Zealand. Would they get 36 Australia in the last two overs? Was it 35 or 36? Something yeah, it was like around that mark. Yeah. Here's a text from... No name. Oh. Uh, lads... Why would Port offer Todd Marshall a five-year contract when he, too, is one more concussion away from retirement? How can Port afford to pay that out? Well, we know that these five-year, six-year, seven-year contracts have all been forced on the clubs by free agency. So you either give them early to Mm. lock them away from free agency or you suffer. But you can't go around thinking, oh, well, I'm one knock away from never playing again, can you? You no. can't go by that mentality. You can't, but I'm sure this will be addressed in contracts as we go Absolutely. forward because there's going to, to be more and more of it. Yeah. Here's another one from Alan from Alberton. G'day, our power. Afternoon, Kimbo and the Root. On the Brayshaw retirement, surely the AFL is a self-insured business when it comes to work-related injury and would be responsible for covering his salary and not the Melbourne Football Club. As such, it shouldn't come from Melbourne's salary cap. Now, let me exp- – sorry, yep. I missed who the text was from. Alan from Alberton. Alan, every club has a secondary arrangement with the players. By that I mean is the player signs a contract with the AFL and is then leased out to the yep. club, so to speak. The TPP, the total player payments, the salary cap, is there as a lever to keep everything in regulation and, and leveled across the AFL. It's just a mechanism. Now, the reality is here, yes, the AFL is involved in paying out Brayshaw and the salary cap is just there as a mechanism for the competition. Now, we accept it's an injury payment, so it's got to be taken out of the salary cap. That's how it works. Mm. Simple. All right. There you go. There's your answer, our pal. Uh, we opened the show. I was in shock. I nearly drove off the road today. And I heard Kano say he hasn't got Port Adelaide 
And he wasn't doing it for a headline. He genuinely hasn't got Port Adelaide in the top I'd eight. I'd like to know the logic, though. Yeah, well, we'll hear from how he came to his top eight. Uh, this was on Fireball Friday this morning. It surprises me. I've got them top four. Not that that means anything. But Kano does not have Port Adelaide in the top eight. We'll hear from him, and he will explain all coming up next. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Twenty-seven, Kim on the Roots with you. Dwayne Russell coming up after 4.30 to take us through a couple of the trial games that were in Melbourne, Roots. Uh, he was at the Western Bulldogs-Hawthorne game. The doggies got over the line there. By 25 points with Brendan Laid in the big chair. Yes. Beverage is ill. He was ill and uh, a flogging St Kilda over Essendon. By 66 points. I look forward to the reviews. Of this match? 66. 66. Uh, a few texts coming through. Afternoon, lads. Any nearest the pin in cricket today? Simon oh. from Noosa. No, not yet, Simon. We can tell you, though, that uh, New Zealand won the toss. They've elected to bowl. Bowl. An opening for Australia will be Travis Head and Steve Smith. Yes. Steve Smith needs a score if he's to be part of the uh, World Cup T20 team. Okay. So it's an important one for him. Right. All right. Kane Corns this morning on Fireball Friday. This surprised me. He makes a lot of headlines. This one got my attention. He hasn't got Port Adelaide in the top eight this year. I'm staggered. Here he is. I've got <laughs> Brisbane, Sydney, Collingwood, Carlton, Adelaide, Melbourne, the Giants and Gold Coast. So I have left out my beloved Port Adelaide. You've left them out? Yeah. I've left them out. Geelong, out. Bulldogs out. Fremantle out. Essendon out. Richmond out. The Saints out. I've got, I've got, I've got the slides on the Saints. You've left but Port Adelaide out. I've left Port Adelaide out. I left them out last year. I've left them out again. So, now, this is a story. I thought they were morals last year, and I stuck to my guns after those lot, two losses in the trial games over mm. in Perth, Roach. But look at uh, Kingy putting a bit of mayo on it. He's been to your acting classes. <laughs> he, he hasn't got port in. He's, he's got six sides that are an absolute lock. Collingwood, Brisbane, GWS, Carlton, Sydney, St Kilda. They're locks for him. So he's What's not sold What's his love with St Kilda? It's Ross Lyon, I think. And you really? look at the way they work today. Oh, yeah. They had a few players out today. It's only a trial game, but everyone's on the same page, it looks. Mm, okay. They're very disciplined, but, oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't have St Kilda making it. I certainly don't have the Cats in there. I don't no. know how the Cats can be no. there. You know, they've had a wonderful run. Um, Chris Scott, you're a genius if you can get them back into the eight. Absolutely. I don't think happen. So just repeating, Kano's top eight, Brisbane, Sydney, Collingwood, Carlton, Adelaide, Melbourne, GWS, Gold Coast. All capable of making it root. I have question marks in his group being Carlton, Collingwood, Gold Coast, Melbourne and Adelaide. I think Brisbane, Sydney, GWS will be there. Mm, agreed. You like that? Yep. All GWS right. I really like. We'll do ours next week. Yes. All right, time for the 4.30 News and Dwayne Russell. Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots.
Friday afternoon. I hope you're having a winning day and you've had a winning week. Uh, you can jump on the Morn Team Hyundai Cheltenham text line. That is 0427154166. We're in the home straight. We're about to go to Melbourne, have a chat with Dwayne Russell. Before we do that, a quick text, Rooch. The problem with Port is, I think, they haven't fixed their forward line, and it is a major issue. With all game plans now looking at quick movement to the forwards, Dixon won't last half the season, and Marshall only plays the odd good game. Oh, I've got them and a lock. We did a shout over at Middleton at York Peninsula. They've texted through. Uh, they all think the Port Adelaide finals is worth. Is that an assessment they made? Before they started drinking, at the while they were drinking, or while on. they're absolutely smashed? No, they started at four, so they're on the third stub, I'd say. Oh, no, they'd still be thinking clearly. Let's go to a man that always thinks clearly, or does he? Yes, he does. He, has and he con- writes clearly too. He has too. concerns over Adelaide this year. Well, we, I we do played too. the grads a week that? ago. What's wrong with that? We were shocked by it. You're kicking with the wind, Roots. You like Adelaide. Dwayne Russell joins us. Hello, Dwayne. Jimbo on the Roots. I'm just thinking of cracking a Jim Beam and Coke myself. But uh, yeah, I <laughs> have to talk to you first. <laughs> <laughs> drink responsibly, of course. Absolutely. No, you can handle a little gargle while you're talking to us. You can do it simultaneously. <laughs> hey, uh, before we get into today's games, you did. we played your grab a week ago or two weeks ago, our first week back, and uh, you thought Adelaide had problems. Words to that effect. Well, just looking at their midfield, that's all I was trying to work uh, out who's going through there. You know, where they run Saliga, where they run Pedler. Uh, where they run um, Rankin, you know, who are they going to run through the midfield in terms of their their midfield rotation? But and with still Thorpe improved. Look, I think we're getting some questions answered in the preseason, Tom. But that we, North Melbourne answered a few questions. Mm. They kind of told us, showed us that there's a chance of improvement there. North with their kids and uh, Alistair Clarkson's now without the investigation on his mind, so maybe he's going to be able to um, coach clearer the Taron Thomas story, obviously and. Oh, just dropping out there, Dwayne, a oh. little bit. We got you still? Got me back again, Yeah, got you back, loud and clear. Yeah, so I think they'll, they'll improve. And oh, look, Adelaide's got some scope to do some damage, but they need improvement out of a number of those players, including Riley Philthorpe, who I'm told is having a really good preseason. Yep. Yeah, bigger and better than uh, You know better than anyone uh, that Kano can make a headline. He wasn't trying to make one here. Uh, this morning on Fireball Friday, this really caught my attention. I'm not trying to milk it, but he does not have Port Adelaide in the top eight. What's your thoughts on Port this year? Oh, they'll make the eight. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they could win the whole thing, Port. And oh, they've yeah. got... I mean, Collingwood target recruited last year when they knew they had mm. problems, Collingwood. They went and target recruited the three or four players to play in the spots that they needed to be filled. And it worked well for them. I mean, Bobby Hill, we could yep. rattle off a couple of them, Billy Frampton. So Port Adelaide's done the same. Gone and got two key defenders and two rucks. So why wouldn't they go better? Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I was staggered by that. And Kingy hasn't got him in the top six. He's picked six, uh, six teams as a lock and uh, yeah. doesn't know who will become who will fill seventh and eighth. Is, is this the toughest eight to pick in a long time, Dwayne? Because mm. we know there are standouts, but that middle pack where we always talk about who's going to flow between five and 13, is that the one that's got yeah. the greatest mystery group we've ever had probably in AFL history? Just AFL competition, I mean. No, I agree with you. The middle group's tough, but I don't have Port Adelaide in the middle group. Mm, okay. I have them in the top six. I have them in the locks group. I yeah, think they'll I'm... get better this year. I mean, finals last year, they did lack a ruck. Like I said, going down, that was a big cost to them. Um, you know, Jonas, great career, but it, it, it wasn't quite there at the end for him. And they desperately needed to go and get a radical ear. And 
I think they, they've done well by getting Zerk Thatcher, Radagalia, and by getting Solder, who's a really good ruck. You don't need to be paying overs mm. for a ruck. But I mean, there's a couple of other teams that'll improve. You know, Sydney will improve with Grundy. I think they've done mm. well with Grundy. And there's, there's a number of teams that'll get better. I think it was uh, still Sidebottom, he said on SEN last week, if Collingwood, you know, play as well as they do, uh, as they did this year, the last year, it won't be good enough to win the flag this year. You do have to improve. Yep. But Port Adelaide's gone and target recruited well, I think. Just on Collingwood, how do they improve? I was looking at their list today. We're giving our predictions next week for what it's worth. But how do Collingwood improve? Well, they do have a number of good young players that can get better, if you can believe that Nick Dacos can get better, if you can believe that Josh Dacos can get better, if you can believe that um, they're going to find you know an extra forward like an Ash Johnson and a couple of those guys. But I think they will. I don't think they're... I haven't picked them for the flag. No. Um, and, you know, Endeavour, Desire, all that kind of stuff, we argue whether that drops off once you've won a flag. Um, so there's a few of those. Mm-hmm. It happened with Geelong. You know, this time last year, a few, including Kano, thought that, that Geelong were unbeatable and they mm-hmm. missed the eight. So mm-hmm. yep. things can happen. If you get injuries to the wrong guys, it can happen. They've got a great core, Collingwood. They've still got a fantastic group of players, but it doesn't mean that, they're automatically going to get to the grand final again. Mm, I think they've got a suspect forward line. Uh, just on the Cats, your old mob, I, I haven't got them in the eight. No, neither have I. But they, there's a couple. There's Toby Conway who they got. When they traded Clark to Fremantle, they got a draft pick that they used to go and get another tall, a big ruckman. We saw Toby Conway in that game against Carlton this week. Um, Mitch Nevitt, um, Shannon Neal. There's three young, tall guys that really no one knows anything about. So if they all of a sudden get uh, three good young tools going, then it's a regeneration mm. of sorts. Um, you know, Holmes is going to get better, but Dangerfield's a year older. Hawkins is fit at the moment, so he's a year older, but he's looking really good. Jeremy Cameron's had a, coming off a pretty you know, average season by his standards, so you know, they could get better, but I don't have them in the eight either. Dwayne, you saw the Western Bulldogs with mm. Brendan Laid in the big chair, beat mm. Hawthorne by 25 points today. The Western Bulldogs are one of those teams that frustrates a lot of the pundits because we know the talents there might not be spread in all the right areas. Can you believe in the Dogs this year? I can, but I can believe that it can go awry as well. Yes. Um, that's the, that's, I mean, Norton's a great forward. Jamari Hagen's a great forward, but... Are they going to be consistent enough? Are they going to take, you know, it's flying for marks. We know what it's like with Georgiades. It's mm. great when he's on, but when he goes missing for those patches, you know, do you want that big leaping forward all the time? Would you rather just a, a lead-up, more reliable But what about at the other end? What, what, what are they like at the back at the moment? Yeah, so Buku Kamas, I spoke to him today, actually. Um, he's been thrown back by the dogs, and he looked good back there. Yeah. So they've gone and tried to turn that forward into a, fend- a defender because they have known that they've got some flaws there. Yep. Um, they can do that because they've got Darcy to play forward now. Sam Darcy yes. looked really good in the ruck today. So he's going to, he had an injury interrupt season last year. He's going to be better. And it was hard to take anything out of today because the Dogs didn't play, well, Bontempelli, Jamari Ugalhagen, Tim English, uh, Waitman, Trelaw. They didn't play in the early game against the Hawks. So the Hawks played their best lineup early and the Dogs saved their best till last when the Hawks played their reserves team. So we didn't really get a fair lineup of the two best teams. Seriously, seriously why would the two teams do that? Why to would themselves? they do it? Yeah, what, what's the thinking there? We spoke to Chad Corns and both clubs have been in touch with each other. They're going to play their best mm. sides tonight Against for the other. first three terms. 
My only guess is that the Bulldogs have got a family day that started at 4 o'clock today, so they might be one of their players to oh, play in the really? late game and draw the crowd. But I don't know that for fact. I'm just trying to guess like you guys because it did seem crazy to me. There was a huge crowd there early, and they were deprived of seeing Bontempelli, Jamara Ugalhagen, Tim English, etc. They were deprived of those guys. You had to stick around until 3.30 to see them. That's Got a text bizarre. here that said, I had a mullet in the 80s thanks to Dwayne Akey, Brakey, Russell. You did have a good mullet back in the day. Uh, St Kilda and Essendon. I don't have St Kilda in the top eight, but Ross scares me. Uh, Essendon, though, that was disappointing today. 66 points. I know it's just a trial game, but gee. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I I like to be able to give you answers, you guys, when you ring up. But when you're stuck in Melbourne traffic for two hours, trying Mm. to get home from Melbourne, and I haven't seen the Essendon game Mm. yet, I didn't see how bad they were. I did see how bad the Suns were last night. It's, and I know where you're at when it comes to looking at a disappointing pre-season performance. You think, oh, my goodness. Well, not, not again from the Suns. And I hope that's not the feeling today for Essendon fans. I haven't seen that game yet, so I'm looking forward to Were they bad, were they? Yeah. Well, can yeah, you make were, a call yeah. to Matthew Lloyd for us just to make sure he's okay? Just check in on him for <laughs> us, will you? Okay, I will. <laughs> I they, they just didn't look like they want they had the ability to score against the St Kilda side that just moved the ball so quickly, which is fascinating. Yeah, that's why next week is reassessment week for me. We're going to see what some of these teams do next week. And I think, well, North Melbourne play St Kilda next week. So it'll be a reassessment time for North. If they can do what they did against Collingwood Mm. after doing it in round 24 last year, then you can reassess North. You know, the Gold Coast don't do something, you know, genuinely good against the Giants. You'll start to reassess how tough a task it is for Damien Hardwick up Mm. there. So there's a few things. You won't reassess Collingwood necessarily off what happened on the weekend, but, you know, if Essendon dished the same thing up two weeks in a row, you've got to have a think about, okay, uh, how many of these young kids are going to be the next stars of the future? So then how do you assess Melbourne with everything that's been happening? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's got to be disruptive. If you're a young Melbourne player and, you know, someone all of a sudden says, do you want to do an interview on SEN? You're thinking to yourself, oh, do I really want to be answering the Oliver questions? Do I really want to be answering the Smith questions? So that's the dilemma they're in right now. It's got to be destructive. I mean, Mm. Simon Goodwin's been in the press for a couple of years as well. So, yeah, it's got to be destructive. But a win, wins can change things quickly. So they get off to a good start, then, you know, it's a different world they're living in. But in some ways, Melbourne can't really prove anything like Port until they get back to the finals and don't get beaten in straight sets. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That's two years in a row straight sets for Melbourne, wasn't it? Well, Rich, you yeah, keep hanging exactly. your hat on well, this yeah. one. No, you hang your hat on this one. The losses were uh, starkly different. I know, but, different. but I, I just see a, a great group and a wasted opportunity. Oh, definitely. All the KPIs are everything they said, side, yeah. win a flag in Perth after a long drought. We've got to win one in Melbourne for our fans because they missed out on seeing it, and they've not delivered. They've been a major fan. And their best player and their best player is still in doubt for round one, yes. Clayton mm-hmm. Oliver. They don't have a backup ruck for Max Gorn this year now they've let Grundy go. Yeah. And James Jordan looked really good for Sydney yeah. a couple of days ago as well. So they've lost another that they might have used in the midfield now that they know that they're, you know, they're gonna be a midfielder or a defensive midfielder like Angus Brayshaw Short. Yeah, Sydney have recruited well. We know the Port Adelaide-Adelaide game is going to be a cracker. It gets underway at 5 o'clock. Can't wait to get there and watch that one. Uh, then the West Coast take on Fremantle. Can you ever remember the two WA sides being so insignificant as they are at the moment? I say that in the politest way possible. 
Yeah, no, that's, I can hear you rubbing it in. It's nice, actually, because <laughs> the two South Australian sides are relevant. So, yeah, let's take it while we can get it because um, I like the fact that Adelaide and Port Adelaide are both so competitive right now. I like the fact that people are talking about Adelaide. Not everyone's got them in the eight. Not everyone thinks that they're going to win the flag. But there's still a big doubt on the fact they could be good. They could have done some damage in the finals last year. I mean, if Ben Keyes gets that goal paid, who knows? The whole world might have changed. So why are your colleagues at SEN Melbourne... So determined to set up side issues about Matthew Nix. Well, I think he's the only out-of-contract coach. So, you know, when you default to why aren't you signing him up? Kingy, yeah, I know he rattled that case today, but I'll sign him up in the next week. I know, Kimbo, you've been on this one. I'll sign him up and it'll all be sorted, won't it? Yep. I hope so. I agree 100%. I hope so, Dwayne. Dwayne, have a great weekend. Uh, have a great year. Who are you tipping for the flag? Oh, should I just go out on a limb and do a Cornsy and say Port? Yeah, why I'm not? with you. I'd tip Port. Yeah, I like not? it. 13 to 1. I think they're into 11s. <laughs> Remember what you're gambling yeah. with. There's absolutely no reason this year. They got the ingredients. Just Can you do me a favour? Secret recipe right. Anything for you, Dwayne. Yep. All right, just breathe in a bit of that Albert and Air for me tonight. Uh, <laughs> just is what I'm missing. Just breathe it in for me. If some you can. Of, uh, some of us have it in our veins, Dwayne. Some of us were blessed to be born there. Really? You'll end up with diarrhoea if you do that. This is what I put up with. You know, you know, for weeks, if not months or years, Kim has made certain assertions about the character of Port Adelaide people. He lost his keys at Albert today. Guess who took I them stolen. from him? I was stolen. By Dw- David Wildey. I reckon it was a conspiracy oh, yeah. for them to set up a whole day of just yeah, smearing right. Port Adelaide's <laughs> name. I don't yeah. know how you can have two bunch of keys in a pair of shorts and not realise <laughs> you got two, but I don't know what's happened to the big willy. Hey, Dwayne, I really... Uh, have... what? I'll take you down to Semaphore Road for lunch one day, Kimbo, and we'll have a whole reset of support Adelaide people. Uh, I'll hold you to that, Dwayne. I look forward to it. All right, mate, we'll catch up Thanks, soon. Thanks, Dwayne. You wouldn't go past Tennyson. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't get past. Not uh, wouldn't go past. You yeah, wouldn't that, get past. That, that is harsh. That is harsh. <laughs> I'm a Greenacres boy. <laughs> and you're a Paraka boy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Down that's the road. true. That's true. All yeah, right, Dwayne true. Russell. He's an absolute ripper. You can hear him every day <laughs> on SEN. <laughs> Right around Australia. Hey, it's 4.48, Roots. A lot of text coming through. I don't have Geelong in the eight, but you can never discount their home ground advantage. True. Nine games at Cadinia Park. Matt and Brizzy, also known as Matt the Hand. Yeah, Ask Pipe to rate Port's forward line. Sorry, I've only oh. just seen that one. A lot of people concerned about it. I'm not this year. I'm really not. I just think that they're going to do it with a smaller forward line, Rooch. Uh, Gold Coast won't make it. Crows are 50-50. Hawks, the way things are going, are going to be a good bet for bottom. With all their injuries, it's not helping. Uh, Graham Corns evolved into a big Sid Chrome spanner and Kane is heading in the same direction. That's from Ethel. Hello, Ethel. Ethel oh, from Ethelden. Um, Rooch, being a Friday, yes. we like to play a bit of music. The Easy Beats. Uh, yeah. What's it called? We're doing a little thing called Friday the Friday Forecast. Forecast. All righty, we 
stole this off AFL 360. They stole it off someone else, but we have our sure thing, our most at stake in our doomsday scenario. Roach puts a lot of thought into it. <laughs> I, I, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm doing mine while I'm talking yeah, to Dwayne. Yeah. Uh, then again, I do other things. Dwayne yes, o. you do. Uh, Dwayne o, uh, Costa's just had a quick one here. Dwayne o tip port for the flag. What a surprise. Oh, I think it's genuine. I love them. Um, Roach, your sure thing. That prestigious trophy that is as well known as the America's Cup, the Ashes, the Wimbledon trophies, Mm -hmm. it's called the Chapel Hadley trophy, will be in Australia's hands tonight. Oh, we'll win 2-0. Yep. All right. Uh, My sure thing, and it's not really for this weekend, but it's just topical today, and I just can't believe anyone has Port Adelaide not in their top eight. Sure thing, Port. Oh, sure thing, top eight. Yeah, Yeah, put your house on it. Gamble responsibly. (laughs) Remember what you're gambling with. I was only joking. Right. Most at stake. Uh, most at stake. I went for Steve Smith because the T20 yep. World Cup is up. I was watching a few reports and reading a few things online today. He gets an opportunity. Uh, no Davy Warner today, but he needs scores because a lot of people do not have him in that World Cup squad, and I know that it would mean a lot to him getting in the twilight of his career. So most at stake, Steve Smith. Have we got a score update? Because we're batting. Uh, no, New Zealand won the so. toss. Uh, we'll get a score update before we go off air. And we'll be heading over there to Eden Park at 5 yeah. o'clock. It's going to be a broken record for me, but I'm going to do it again. Adelaide United. They're hosting Western mm. Sydney. They have a lot at stake. A lot, a lot, a lot at stake. Before we went on leave, Roach, their form was so good their first three weeks. It was a bit of an aberration, though. Yeah. 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 It hasn't held up. And there have been all sorts of strange Australia things. none for 31. What, in the second over? Uh, head the second is, over. Head is 11. They are playing on a postage stamp. Head is 11. When we crossed to wow. New Zealand, what was that, a couple of days ago, yeah. uh, the gentleman spoke about that, our SEN correspondent. Mm. They, what did he say? They could make 300, 250? Well, or? Yeah, three, whatever you put up. the ground's so small. Yeah. His point was, whatever you put up, you're not even sure you're going to defend it because it's that easy to score there. Yeah. Yeah. 40 yeah. metre boundaries. 40, 40 metres. So yeah, I'd score uh, runs. Oh, I don't think so. Rich. Right. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to put bat on ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I could get some leg buys. Yeah, as well. well, you probably would. Your beefy, chunky legs, you probably would. Uh, your doomsday scenario. The culturally challenged Melbourne Football Club will have a player fall to the demon drink and then we'll all be wondering what's going on there. The demon drink. You get it, Melbourne? Demons, demon drink. We got crickets, have we? Uh, have we got crickets? I've worked that one all day. Oh, no. <laughs> you worked all day on that one. Yes. I thought, what could I put in doomsday? We've had Melbourne in the headlines. Well, now they just need someone to get the demon drink, mm-hmm. as Graham would call it. Doomsday scenarios yes. are not meant to be good, Roach. Well, that would be far from yeah, good yeah. for Melbourne. No, I know that. I know. No, I'm talking about mine. I've oh. moved on from yours. Oh, no. What, who are you But cursing? it's meant to be the worst case scenario. And what are you doing? No, there's going to be an injury. Well, hello. Well, am I going to fall over? What, what do you mean there's no, going not, to be an injury? Not, not you. <laughs> there's going there to be an ca- injury. There weren't cameras in here, there would be. <laughs> uh, what's someone I've put told here? you before, violence is not the answer. No, I know that. It would have been... There's going to be an injury. I would have made it look like an accident. What though. does that mean? Well, sometimes they get those feelings. It works, Roach. Kim. There are 18 teams. There's bound to be an injury every day. Well, there's only two games for this weekend to go, isn't oh, there? There's going to be an injury. So there's one at Alberton and there's one between West Coast and Frio. Right. 
It's going to happen the next few hours, Rich. You'll be texting me saying, oh, I can't believe you said that. Mm. Have a few shots of vodka, Rucci, you giant spud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only, I'm only so the moment I've mentioned Spud of the Week, that's just gone crazy, hasn't uh, it? I know. Everyone's putting text through Spud for of the Spuds. Week has gone crazy. Yeah, so SA Potatoes, who's owned by Enzo Rochella and his brother. Yeah. I hope you're listening. I'm coming in to see you next week. We'll get that deal done. From Brett, now, Kimba, I told you, mate, it happens every season. As soon as the footy starts, Crow supporters turn into war wor- werewolves under the moon. Uh, bit of banter's not bad. Nothing long as it's all in jest. Yes. Uh, you have a great weekend, uh, everyone. Uh, let's hope it's a good game. Those yes. going down to Alberton will be back on Monday. Roach, what are you up to? Uh, watching a lot of footy because I want to know who's going to make my top eight. Yeah, oh, we'll do that next week, won't we? Yeah. All right, there we go. Got to get put out a lot of thought into this. Get out on a limb. What, and tip free, man? No way. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great weekend. That was another edition of The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. If you missed any of the show, just search Kimbo and the Rooch on the SEN app or wherever you find your podcasts.